This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova, and this is episode 35. Today, we're going to be talking about using technology to study history, and I have a guest here with me, Vicky Tillman. Now, Vicky is actually also a pod show podcast show host. She uh, hosts the Homeschool High School podcast, and you can also find her developing curriculum at sevensistershomeschool.com. So welcome, Vicki, and tell us a bit about yourself. Thanks, Meryl, for having me. I really enjoy talking to another one of my fellow podcasters, especially about techie stuff, because I am definitely a digital immigrant, and I really respect folks who are more expert than me. So I'm a normal homeschool mom who's used technology in our various courses, but especially history. Um, but I've done it by learning it all. You know, I didn't, none of it came naturally. So how long have you been homeschooling, Vicki? Oh my goodness, Meryl. We started with my five kids back in the 1980s before there was even an internet. And so my oldest son was in high school before he got his first computer. That's, you know, we're talking ancient things. So in the, in the very oldest days, you know, his technology for history was playing those little goofy history games that we could get along with, you know, Mario Brothers and, you know, different simple things. So we, I've, I've now become an Omega Homeschool mom is what we call when your youngest one graduates high school. And so I've stayed in the homeschool community because this is where all my friends are. So just because your kid graduates doesn't mean you lose all your friends. So um, me and uh, my seven sisters have all stayed in the community as mentors. And uh, we help the younger generation of homeschool moms just feel more comfortable with homeschooling, especially in the area of the high school classes. So I still work as a coach for homeschool families and then to develop curriculum. And then my youngest, all of my kids have graduated college except for my youngest and he will graduate now with a music education degree in two weeks. Wow. Wow, so you nearly even finished college. So you're a little ahead of me because, of course, I also chose to stay in the homeschool world because I love it. Also don't have any kids homeschooling anymore, but um, I've got, I've got uh, two still at college, though. One is about to get a PhD. Oh, how wonderful. That's, it's so exciting to watch each one of them fulfill the callings that God has given them. And not all kids are called to go to college and not all are called to stop at a bachelor's degree. So I've got... Um, two with PhDs and one that says, no, I'm quite employable with the bachelors. And uh, one is graduating with his master's in education um, this week. So they're all different. You know, God doesn't make one size fit all homeschooler. Well, my one son actually dropped out of college after a year and a half and is a very successful app programmer in New York City. I so know. if you yeah. go into the computer field, I can tell you, and he was very techy all through school and yeah. taught himself 
you know, all the, I started teaching him and he took over from there. But let's get back to history now. Yes. So let's start off, first of all, talking about how can you use tech to learn about history? The, the marvelous thing about homeschooling is we can educate our kids in the best way for them. And, you know, some kids are just born loving textbooks, but not very many of them. And so we can really either replace the textbook learning or enhance the textbook learning by using technology because there is so much available to us these days. So do you want me to give me some, give you some details, Meryl, on how sure. we use it? So what we have done in several different avenues of homeschooling, because we've been around so many years and have so many kids, um, that, that me and my seven sisters, that's bad grammar, my seven sisters and I, um, have used uh, technology in a lot of different ways in history. So basically in our co-op, we wanted our kids to have a less textbook experience, especially at high school level, because they had the basics down and really dive deep into areas of interest or to get a better cultural background for different um, aspects of history. And so one of the most important things that we have done in our co-op classes is either together watch history movies and, um, and quality YouTubes, or we would do that offline and then come back together and discuss it, you know, in co-op. So they would go home and watch those things. So our kids have watched a gazillion uh, history movies. And if you need history movies, I tell you what, you just go Google that. We've got some lists on Seven Sisters Homeschool, uh, but there, there's just a, a million lists in the homeschool world there. But uh, what, what a history movie will do for a high schooler in particular, because they're old enough to start paying attention to details, is they will find things that are just goofy, you know, like that doesn't make sense, that's not realistic, um, but it will also give them a flavor for culture and ideas from time periods, and, uh, and so it helps them to go beyond the textbook pages, and it's way more interesting textbook. So that's, that's one thing we've done in co-ops, and then we, we do go on YouTube and pull quality YouTubes, I mean, you can find some really goofball stuff, on uh, YouTube these days. But if you look for a one that's backed by a, a quality like website, um, or you look at it and preview it ahead of time and it looks pretty clean and the, the information looks accurate. So even if it's from a, you know, independent person, um, just a little, little research on your side will give them some different perspectives in history because when people get on YouTube, it's kind of a, a wild west of ideas and it's good for kids to have different perspectives in studying history. So we, uh, we love that. And some of the websites like the History Channel has marvelous shorts. And so if you go on there and search, you will find uh, three-minute to seven-minute videos of different aspects of history. So we've used a lot of those in, in our co-op class. In group classes, we almost always will pull something off of History Channel or BBC 
Um, those have some really good short quality ways to introduce a topic for discussion in, um, in our group classes that we do at our homeschool umbrella school. And then for my kids at home on their individual um, studies, we'll do a lot of history, uh, videos and movies on their own to level up their credits. So just to add more richness. So they'll do that above and beyond as their interests are, are developing. Then another thing, another thing they love to do when they are younger, so like the middle school kids and then the, the later elementary kids is do some of the interactive online games. So have you sure. done any of those, Meryl? Yes, in fact, we have a whole podcast about, about um, uh, free online games, history games. I recorded uh, that a couple of weeks ago. Ah, yes. that's wonderful. So I haven't caught up with you on, on that one. <laughs> yeah, so listen to that episode because there are some really adorable ones that uh, my, my son who teaches history in one of the local private schools, when they have access to computers, they'll let the kids play some of those games too. Well, if you have any that aren't on there, um, yeah. just let me know and I can at least share them in our podcast community. Yeah. And just remind you all that we do have now a, um, a Facebook group for the podcast. The link is in the show notes. So will the links to um, everything mentioned today. Um, it's episode 35. Look for the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Right. Anything else you used um, TechWise to study history? So for the input, those are our major things. So we, we find the, the, the movies, the, the YouTubes, the History Channel kinds of things, BBC. And then for the output, we get a little more creative. Okay, so let's move on now. And let's talk about with the output. So now your kids have learned the subject matter. How can you use tech to see that they've actually mastered what they've learned? You know, and this is this is where history has really come alive for my kids, especially now that you can make a video on your cell phone. Um, our kids have just had a blast creating history videos for themselves that they can share with the family or with their co-op or group classes. So they have what they generally do is have a monthly or quarterly project that the kids are, are allowed to choose from the, the general topics that we've covered in our group classes or co-op. And, uh, and they wanna dive deep and do some research and say, rather than write a research paper, they're going to show this information by either presenting a documentary or by writing a script and making a short like history story that, that they incorporate the information that they've used in their research. So the kids will film on their cell phones and uh, a, a script that they've written with research that they have done and uh, they turn in a list of what they have used, you know, when they present the thing. So they have a, a reference list that they turn in so that they can show that they have done research and, um, and really interacted well. The, the cool thing about that is the kids love watching each other's videos and then they not only learn from these deep dives um, on what they have studied, but the other kids learn. So the kids, who are presenting it have learned something very rich, but the kids watching are learning something that they wouldn't have learned from their textbooks. So that I, my, I am just the biggest fan of teaching kids to make videos. Another thing that, um, 
that one of my kids started doing was using an illustration program that he got and he would illustrate a video story or a song or poem from an area of history that he was interested in and that would be his project and that has actually he's he's now the kid i mentioned he's a teacher in a private school and he still writes music and illustrates um, poetry and um and you know famous american documents and makes youtube videos and so if you go to ezra tillman e-z-r-a-t-i-l-l-m-a-n you will find the stuff that he uses with his classes that's how he gets their um, their memorization skills going and ties in um, arts and music and memorization into history so but he started that in high school and it's just stuck with him all the way through you know his professional teaching career well, that's fantastic I, I must say I thoroughly agree with everything that you're saying and in fact um, Fund a Fund Academy our sponsor that's where I teach US history online mm -hmm. and online you can incorporate all these same ideas we use um, I use full-length movies sometimes for instance I enjoyed angels um, mm -hmm. I, I use that and we actually compare it to you know where is it historically accurate and where is it not yeah and we use a lot of YouTube videos there's some fantastic teachers out there who share all these things on on YouTube and um, I found some really good things there and uh, we obviously play games because what would life be if we didn't have some fun I, no, and yes. and then I also do the same ideas that you you do I actually get the kids to sometimes create videos um, and uh, sometimes ours are animated videos they don't always have to actually put themselves in it and mm -hmm. even online you can share because as you say I've also seen the wisdom in letting the students watch each others but you can do that in an online environment where I let them watch and comment on each others and get feedback so they can learn again from each other and um, you know I agree with you I just found technology is really enhanced the learning experience um, in so many subjects in particular in history and I think it's so valuable in the group setting whether it's online or, or in real life um, that when they watch the videos that they have produced or just one they're just getting from YouTube um, that there's a class discussion about that that they say okay this looks accurate to history or I have a question about this because what we want to do is help our kids to develop their critical thinking skills right to enable kids to have the courage to bring out a question or bring out an idea or even a positive reinforcement is helping them learn thinking skills so they're not just creating but in the interacting they're building some deeper level skills that they need in real life Correct. I don't know if you do this, but sometimes when it's a, a lengthy, well, not even lengthy, a video, and um, I, instead of getting them to like, you know, interact and discuss, sometimes I just get them to take notes because mm -hmm. that's also something that they're going to have to do at college. Oh, yes. And so, you know, especially in the online environment, you know, whereas I can't watch and see that they're, you know, I can't <laughs> eyeball them and say, hey, you're not put your phone away, pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's a way that I can make sure that they've actually paid attention as they go on and they just have to upload the notes at the end. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's a marvelous idea is right. Like I'm, I have only taught a few courses online, uh, but mostly I've done face to face. And so I'm um, face to face. I know who's in there interacting <laughs> and but if they're online it's so easy to have the cell phone out or to go to the kitchen and grab a cup of coffee 
And so to have them learn the life skill of, of note taking and then have the accountability of uploading that, you know, whether they like it or not, it is developing attention skills. Right. Our, they have so much stimulation in their environment these days. It's easy to uh, not stay on task. So taking notes is a marvelous idea. Well, Vicki, it has been great chatting to you. And if you have high schoolers, I highly suggest you go and subscribe right now to Vicki's podcast on homeschooling high school. I have listened to a number of the episodes and they are really entertaining and useful. Um, so go back, listen to all the past ones. Well, there are a lot. You might not be able to listen to them all, but <laughs> definitely go and join in now so that you don't miss out anymore and perhaps go back and find the ones that are most applicable to you. Thank you again for listening to us and thank you, Vicky, for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you for um, being my listeners for all this time and look forward to seeing you again next week, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.